Hello, deadly people. Welcome to Rising, Thriving, and Vibing Podcast. I'm your host, Keisha Tipwin, a digital creator, entrepreneur, and a deadly auntie. This show is about healing, humor, and deadly vibes. Here to rise, thrive, and vibe together. Hey everyone, I'm glad you're back for your weekly dose of deadliness. So what's today's episode about? On today's episode, I interviewed nine amazing entrepreneurs from the Together We Rise Indigenous Market this past weekend. And it was organized by one of my good friends, Sean Pikikut, Nihil Hustle Clothing. And each entrepreneur has a story to tell on explaining their business, why they started, and what motivated them. With the nine interviews that I did, it's going to be cut into two podcast episodes. So episode number 10 is going to have four interviewers and episode number 11 is going to have five interviewers. So stay tuned for both podcast episodes and let's get to it. Before I get started, I want to share a little bit about Together We Rise. So it's a big two-day event, an indigenous market with 35 vendors ranging from clothing brands, artwork, beadwork, soaps, and even podcasts. It was a really great turnout. There was lots of people that showed up, lots of vendors, and it's the first of its kind. So one of the organizers says that he wants it to be an annual thing where it keeps getting bigger and better and, and improving each year. And with that, let me move on to my first segment. How are you healing today? And if you're a first-time listener, what I mean is, what are you doing to help with your mental health? For me, I got out of my comfort zone and I interviewed nine people. This was my first time interviewing guests for my podcast. So I was, I was nervous. I, you know, was, my heart was racing, but once I got into my element, once I got into the zone, oh my gosh, it just changed my game. I felt so confident. I was calm and I knew I had to be there. I knew that was my purpose and just networking, communicating, and just listening to other people's stories. That's how I'm healing by communicating, by networking, and by getting out of my comfort zone. This was my first podcast gig and my first time interviewing guests for my podcast. So I I was very excited for the event, but I was also nervous because I didn't know how it would turn out. At the the beginning there when we were setting up, I was a little bit delayed because we were, I was just waiting for my table. And um when I started setting up, I like started setting up my my laptop, my mics, and I started plugging my mics and I realized, oh shit, I don't know how to do use two mics on my software. Then I was Googling it really quick. I, I like found out that I think you need to download another software to have two mics going at the same time. But I was like, oh shit, I don't have time. So I was looking for different alternatives. Like I was just going through my own internal struggle there. But once like I got the hang of it, and I researched on how I could fix it. It's me just, you know, switching the mic on my laptop every time someone talks. And that's what I had to work with. I couldn't like, you know, switch to something else because I was at the event. Things were gonna start happening. I had to start interviewing and networking. 
So I was dealing with that there for a bit. Anyways, everything turned out how it should. I figured out how to use my software, how to add another mic, just switching it. But I, I, I was like, you know, having my little struggle there. Then once I got the hang of everything, I'm like, oh, snap. Now let me go network. Then that's when I went to go introduce myself. And I went to go, you know, talk to each vendor, listen to them, what they had to say. Once they said a certain word or story, I, I asked them, I'm like, hey, do you want to get interviewed? Or I, I introduced myself as a podcaster and I'm like, do you want to get interviewed 10 minutes of your time? Then I just seen some of them were like, yeah, right away. And some of them were a little bit nervous. Some of them, you know, needed some time to decide. Then I let them to it. Then I just like waited. Then once I feel like I'm ready to go and everyone else is ready to go, I'll start the interviews. And that's what I did. I did four interviews on the first day. Then I did the rest on the last day and it was very good. So it was a great turnout in the end, especially for my podcast and for the event. All in all, it was amazing. So let's get to the interviews now. I have four entrepreneurs that I interviewed that will be on for this podcast episode. I have Stardust Clothing, Crap Apparel, Boss Lady Lashes and Accessories, and Okama Clothing. Hey everyone, I am at the Indigenous Market out in Saskatoon. We are chilling at Saskatoon Inn and today I am going to have various entrepreneurs, business people that I'm going to be asking questions and today I have Natasha. All right, Natasha, can you introduce yourself? Hey guys, this is Natasha Sisequasis and I am from Beardies and Okamasa's Cree Nation. Awesome. Well, thank you for joining with me today. Let me ask my first question. So tell me about your business. Hey, so I specialize in tie-dye clothing and I also do graphic design as well. And I do printing on clothing. I make drinkware. I do signage. I basically craft all day, every day. <laughs> Wow, that's pretty amazing. I love to hear that. I love to hear that. Why did you start it? Why did you start this business that you created? Well, it all began because I was about to go back to work at a hotel and I wasn't digging what I was doing and my son was just born and I wanted to spend time with him. So the idea of the whole nine to five thing just wasn't going to cut it because I choose love and all that stuff. So. I decided to buy a sewing machine and I created a tea bag and I ended up selling over 300 of them and then from there I tried tie-dye and then it just kind of escalated and I went and did a bunch of vendors and bada bing bada boom here we are. Wow I love to hear it that's that's pretty amazing. What gives you the motivation to do what you do? The motivation behind everything that I do is not a lot of people chase um, their art dreams and I'm just trying to show people that you can do this even though it's art. A lot of people say that you can't uh, make a living from doing art um, and I don't think that's true and I'm just trying to prove that just so people choose art because art is important for our mental health and I think people should have a lot more time um, to be able to do that. So yeah. 
Wow, that's so inspiring. You know, thank you for sharing and I appreciate you taking your time out to come and join me and to share what you have. So if people want to find you, where can they find you on social media? Well, I'm currently on everything. Uh, Facebook, if you just search up Stardust Clothing and Accessories, I'm there. Uh, Instagram is stardust.clothing.accessories. Um, also, www.stardustclothingandaccessories.com. <laughs> and also, I'm just starting to do TikTok. So I'm going to be starting to upload videos in the next couple weeks, I believe, uh, depending on my schedule. So, yeah. And in my TikTok is stardust.clothing. Yeah, I hope to see you guys all there. And also, you can find me at Midtown Plaza starting September 2022. I have my own shop there. Awesome. Well, there you have it, y'all. This is the first person I interviewed. I want to give a thank you to Natasha Stardust, Stardust Clothing. So thank you for taking your time out. I appreciate it, and I hope you have a good rest of your weekend. Y'all, this is a two-day market. We're here till Sunday until 4 p.m. Hey everyone, I'm back with another deadly person and I got Lotus with me with Crap Apparel. Lotus, can you introduce yourself please? Hello, my name is Lotus. Uh, I got, I'm here talking about my, my brand Crap Apparel. I'm from Saskatoon and uh, I do most of my business out of Saskatoon. Well Lotus, can you tell me about your business? Well, my, my business is, uh, I, I run a clothing brand with, with my uh, with my roommates and my girlfriend and we all live together in one house and uh we make clothes we, we like uh we've been doing i've been doing it for about a year now and you know i, I used to be really into graffiti when i was a kid and i just kind of took the designs that I, I i had when when i was a kid doing graffiti and i applied it to to clothes and my brand and uh now and I'm, i live in saskatoon i do most of my business out of saskatoon okay cool so why did you start your business well, like I said before, when I was a kid, I was really into graffiti, and uh, well, you know that actually led to me to getting into a lot of trouble for doing graffiti, and I, I got caught a few times, and I ended up doing like a couple years on probation, and it was just really shitty. It like sucked totally. Like I wasn't able to like do anything. Like it was like had a bunch of restrictions on me, and it's just like life kind of sucked for a minute there. And like after like that was all said and done, I kind of. I kind of wanted to make something positive out of like kind of the negative stuff I was doing and like that's basically how I got into why I started it you know and I also wanted to just like be able to give my friends and family like like a physical item that kind of has my art on it and then they could just like keep and take care of you know that's that's basically it you know and I've also just really been into fashion and clothes since I was in high school and it's just kind of come full circle I feel like. Wow, that's that's pretty deadly. You know, thank you for sharing that. So, why what gives you the motivation to do what you do? What gives me motivation to do what I do is probably just I, I think back to when I was kind of younger and like you know, like the the things like I didn't really have too many like influences, you know, I was kind of just like what I found on the internet type thing and so I don't know, for the younger people in my life that, like, I know, like, I know plenty of young people who be going through things all the time. It's just kind of, like, life in our city, kind of. 
but like I know like I know like just being able to show them like that you can do cool things with your art and like it doesn't matter where you're from you can just you, you know you can just do you that's what really gives me the motivation wow that's pretty amazing on what you do that's pretty inspirational especially for like the youth that didn't have influence when they were younger so you know thank you for sharing that my last question where can people find you on social media yo you can check me out on instagram and facebook at crap apparel 306 with a k that's on facebook and instagram and you know i'm also on tiktok and uh and yeah you can just you'll see me around i'm like i'm i'm, I'm working on uh setting up my website and my depop store right now so be able to wherever you are listening to this at the moment you'll be able to order some clothes you know so that'll be ready like right away here yeah facebook and instagram Awesome. Well, thank you for sharing and taking the time out of your day to come add a little spice to my interview. So thank you, Lotus. I appreciate it. Hey, no problem, bro. It's over and out. All right, everyone, I got Tanil with me from Boss Lady Lashes and Accessories. Tanil, can you introduce yourself, please? So my name is Tanil. I'm the owner of Boss Lady Lashes and Accessories. I'm from Saskatoon, Saskatchewan. Awesome. Can you tell me about your business? So at Boss Lady Lashes and Accessories, we sell lashes. Right now we got in some nice, colorful lashes with blue pink red um neon green which is my favorite color and that's why my lash business has neon green in it now and i just totally love it we sell eyelash cleanser we sell scrunchies and we also are starting to put in nail products Wow, that's pretty awesome. Neon green, hey? That's deadly. So why did you start your business? So I started my business because I want to be independent and I want to be a role model to other First Nation ladies. Like in my community, people can't afford a lot. So I keep my prices like affordability, like $8 is my max. And I don't go more than that, but I feel they are still luxurious and how uh sought after hey that's deadly all right what gives you motivation to do what you do um it gives me motivation because i want to be able to provide for my children and for them to have stuff for the future also i just want to be able to provide a low attainable pricing for every income and my end goal is to be able to donate to nonprofits that have like women shelters or like for teens and shelters and stuff like that. That's my end goal. Well, that's pretty cool. So if y'all are interested in affordable lashes, y'all need to check her out. It's very interesting to find other entrepreneurs out there. My next question I got to ask, where can people find you on social media? You can find me on TikTok instagram and facebook at boss lady lashes 306 if you have any business inquiries you can email me at boss lady lashes 306 at gmail.com thank you
Wow. Thank you for sharing. I appreciate it. Y'all, that is Tennille at Boss Lady Lashes and Accessories. Hey everyone, I have another person with me that came to do an interview. I have Cody Montour with me with Ogamal Clothing. Cody, can you introduce yourself please? Yes, yes, my name is Cody Montour. I am the proud owner of Okimaw Clothing. Um, I'm also an indigenous music artist that goes by the same name, Okimaw. Yeah, that's me. Awesome, can you tell me about your business? Okimaw Clothing is derived from the Cree word Ogamal meaning chief, leader, or boss. Um, I focus on the leadership aspect of it. I like to target my indigenous peoples. I love to target our youth. I want them to find the leader within themselves. Um, I use my, my, my story, my example of what not to do. You know, I'm trying to break cycles and I want to stop normalizing the cycles that we are currently in. We have, uh, I'm all about using my platform, my designs, my music to break away from all the cycles that we're currently in and pro start providing safe spaces for our people and our families. I got five kids and you know that's what drives me. That's what I'm passionate about. It's just our youth and just making sure that they are growing up in a safe space where they can feel safe to talk to any one of us as, as our people grow, as our people find who they are. We are in a time right now where our people, people want to know what our people are doing. People are interested in, in our indigenous peoples worldwide right now and we have to take advantage of our platforms right now and just showcase our people and the beauty of our culture. We got to start decolonizing ourselves. We have to start finding our language, our ceremony. We have to start learning our protocols so we can continue teaching our kids. And that's what I'm doing with Okimako. Wow, that's pretty amazing. If y'all want to check him out, check him out. He has a good story to it. My next question I got is, why did you start it? I started Okimaw Clothing to spark conversations. I want people who wear my clothing to wear it proudly. I want them to walk the streets of our urban areas. I want them to walk the gravel roads of our reserves. I want them to walk them proudly and potentially see someone else and spark a conversation off of, off of Okimaw Clothing's designs. I want an ally to stop you on the street of any city and be like, where did you get that hoodie? What does that mean? So then you can spark a conversation, potentially educate them on the current indigenous issues that we do. Okimaw Clothing just isn't um, our designs. We do a lot of awareness clothing. Our orange shirt initiatives that we did last year raised a total of $65,000 that we gave back to the community. We didn't, we gave back 100% of the proceeds because that's how we feel it should be done. Um, we don't give back $5, we don't give back $10, $10. we give, a bit, give back as much as we can so our communities can, can continue to thrive and spread that education and awareness. We also do awareness clothing for Pride. I just launched my brand new Pride designs. 100% of those go back into Meadow Lake Pride, which is a Pride community back in my hometown of Meadow Lake and you know we're really just striving to do things like that so we can create events an all-inclusive event where our two-spirit people can come 
be entertained, can speak, can be in a safe space, all inclusive, indigenous, non-indigenous, uniting, just spreading love and awareness. That's what Okimaw Clothing does. And that's why I do this because it just feels damn good doing it. Wow, that's pretty deadly, all the stuff that you just said. Very informational, educational, and you're bringing awareness to Indigenous issues. I love that for you. My next question is, what gives you motivation to do what you do? My people inspire me to do what I do. You know, as I follow my healing journey, I'm currently two and a half years sober. Um, it's a battle every day, but I get inspired from my people, from the stories that I see. Um, our people are, are healing in immense ways right now, and they're inspiring me to find my culture, to use my culture as a, as a healing um, remedy, and it's working. Um, as I decolonize my life and I look at my people in, in a new inspirational way, I'm, try, I'm starting to see what our ancestors wanted. And, you know, we were, as a people... We can be lost as colonial ways take over, but I think through just finding that education and awareness, it's never too late to, to find your culture and just start decolonizing your life. And, and that's why I just continue to, to heal and to continue to want my Indigenous people to heal because when they're healing, I'm inspired. Y'all, that's some wise words from Cody. So thank you for saying what you had to say. Tell me, where can people find you on social media? Uh, you can find me mostly on Facebook. at uh, Okimaw Productions. If you just search Okimaw, I should pop up right away. You can also get me on Okimaw, uh, um, Okimaw Clothing on Instagram. Okimaw Music also on Instagram if you want to follow my music as well. Uh, I got a YouTube channel, Okimaw, O-K-E-M-A. And other than that, TikTok, I'm trying to get the hang of TikTok, trying to. So hopefully you guys can help me out. But Okimaw Clothing Music is my TikTok handle. And I think that's about it. Awesome. There you have it, y'all. That is Cody Montour with Okimaw Clothing. Thank you for sharing and thank you for taking the time out of your day to share what you had to say. And that's all the interviewers for this podcast episode. If you want to listen to more, go to podcast number 11 to listen to the rest of the entrepreneurs of what they have to say. Now I'm going to do my Cree segment, my Cree word of the week. This chosen Cree theme is weather. So I'm going to shake it up. Open it. And let's see what uh, word we're going to have for this week. Ooh. Okay, this Cree word of the week is... We sasquan? We say squan. We say squan. We say squan. We say squan. It's sunny. Correct me if I'm wrong, but that is it's sunny in Cree. I'll catch y'all on episode number 11. Thank you to those that listen. I appreciate you all. If you want to stay updated, please give a follow at Rising, Thriving, and Vibing Podcasts on Instagram, TikTok, and Facebook. Stay deadly, and I'll catch you all on the next episode.